Welcome to the Empower Your Fitness Empire podcast. I am your host, Harry King Holmes, and it is my mission to help fitness professionals change their mindset, complete their mission, and monetize their expertise on social media. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, I just got off a really, really good kickoff call with a new client, super, super excited for him. And uh, during our kickoff call, you know, we took a deep dive into his offer, also like a deep dive into his 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 marketing, his his sales process, and, and and how he actually acquires clients. So he told me how he was acquiring clients. Pretty much already knew, right? He told me how he was acquiring clients, right? One, my name is Harry King Holmes. If you're new here, welcome. All right. Um, if you're new to the podcast, new to the YouTube channel, welcome. And I help online fitness coaches convert cold traffic. So pretty much I, I help you turn total freaking strangers into clients that's going to pay you $1,500 to $3,000, right? Without cold DM and without wasting money on ads through my, my warm-up method, all right? So I'm on a call with him, right? So I'm on a call with him, guys. We're doing a call. We're taking a deep dive into things, you know, and then he shows me how he acquires clients. He's using Instagram and he used a little bit of TikTok, and a little bit of Facebook. And he told me how he acquires clients, right? And he's making anywhere between like $5,000 and $7,000, right? And he's like $7,000 a month, right? He, his goal is to get to six figures. So he shows me how he's acquiring like that type of front-end revenue for his business, right? He brings that front-end revenue into his business and then he keeps them on the back end. He keeps a certain percentage on the back end, right? So the reason why I say a lot of y'all are missing out, and he was too, no longer because he's in the program, right? Missing out on 90% of your, your income, your front-end revenue, is because you're focusing on the 10% and you're trying to do more of the 10%. But see, the thing is, you just don't know anything about the other 90%. So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. So the common misconception is that when you are an online fitness coach and you post the content, you're good at what you do. Right. And you and you and you haven't hit six figures yet. You somewhere between, you know, 30,000 to 50,000. Right. Or you are running your business part time and you want to go to full time in the next couple months. Right. A lot of time. Well, not a lot of times, all the time. <laughs> you guys are focusing on the misconception is that people are going to come to you. They're going to raise your hand. They're going to raise their hand. They're going to ask to work with you. They're going to ask for your help. And every single day when you operate your business, that's what you're expecting. Like those are your expectations, right? And if you don't get that this week or, or today, then you feel like your business is failing and then you feel like you need to do more of the things that's going to get people to raise their hand, slide in your DM, you know, beg for you to work with them, right? And if you're not getting that, then you're doing something wrong, right? And you're, you know, you're right and you're wrong, right? Like you're doing some things, right? So it's not saying that you're not doing anything right, you're just doing 10% of it, <laughs> all right? Like there's a whole nother percentage, you know, there's 90% 90 of the things that you need to do inside of your business, right? And, and, and the reason why it's very, like to understand what that 90% is, but it's like, all right, cool. Now I can spend most of my time doing the 90% and then I could just do a little bit of the 10% because your expectations are different. But right now you think that the 10% of the work that you're doing in your business is 100% of the work that you should be doing, <laughs> right? And that's the total opposite, right? And, and so that leads you to start doing, it leads you to misdiagnose, you know, certain problems in your business, right? So when you misdiagnose certain problems in your business, then you're like, all right, cool, I'm gonna start doing this to fix it, 
Right. So in most of those things, most of the things, like most of the time, it's like, oh, I'm gonna start posting multiple times a day. Like you'll see some of these, you know, reels experts. Right. And they'll say, oh, you need to post three to five reels a day. Right. Things like that. And of course, they're supposed to tell you that because they're reels experts, not fitness business experts. But anyway, um, so they'll tell you to start doing that. So you think that's what you start doing. And it looks very, you know, very, you know, um, appealing to you because you're seeing this 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 reels person and they're getting all these likes, all these, you know, all this engagement. Right. When they're doing reels. And I'm not saying that reels don't work. They do. Right. When you know what to expect. Okay, so you start doing different things like that. Maybe you start spending, you know, tons of money on cold traffic, right? On cold traffic ads, like you want to put all this money into cold traffic ads because you think when you do that, that you'll get more people to raise their hand and and slide in their DMs and, and, and beg you to start working, to start working with you or get more traffic to your website. The website that when they go, when they go to the homepage, it's multiple calls to act, call to actions on the website. And that's the reason why your website conversions are really low, right? So you start diagnosing these type of things and or you're like, okay, maybe if I just add more offers to my website, a cheaper offer, more options for, for clients to choose from and things like that on my website, that maybe I'll start to increase my revenue and things like that, right? And that's the total, like, like you're diagnosing the, the whole problem wrong, right? So what's up, everybody? Yo, like if y'all come in here, Give me some hearts. All right, share this with another online fitness professional, personal trainer, right? Health coach, wellness coach, any health and fitness professional that you know is currently online or looking to go online. Go ahead and share this, okay? Because this is a very, very, it's a, it's a really good, you know, conversation I want to have, right? Or like Instagram just came out with this new, you know, update, right? So your engagement drops. And now you're relying on the algorithm. So think about this, right? Relying on the algorithm and your Instagram engagement, relying on that to bring in 10% of your revenue. Think about that, guys. Instagram makes all these different updates. And when they make these updates, everybody's, you know, engagement and the algorithm start doing all crazy stuff. That happens with everyone, right? But that should not determine, right? That should not be a big part of your act was of how you actually acquire clients every single month. It should not play a big part in it, guys. Okay. So when you do that, you're playing a very, 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 very dangerous game, right? And like I get it. Like, you know, I, I used to I used to think the same thing, right? Like years ago, actually, like when I first started building my fitness business, right? You know, I created a website on Wix, created it myself. And it took me about four, I literally spent four months. Building out this website from scratch, I put all my prices on there, different offers and things like that. I was always updating it. You know, I was doing like different, I was doing like blog posts on there and updating photos and video, all type of things on my website. And I spent all this money and all this time on the website. And I think maybe I got like four sales from the website. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the website didn't even pay for itself, but it was a lesson learned, right? So it was a, it was a really, really big, lesson learned, right? So, and also like I've been running ads for years, but in the beginning stage, when I started learning ads, right? I was putting a lot of money into ads because I was, I was diagnosing the problem wrong. I thought, okay, if I just throw money, you know, on this, that it will fix my problem. But <laughs> if, if your back end isn't set up the correct, the right way, right? And your offer isn't converting, right? And your message 
is off. It don't matter how much money you put in, 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 in Facebook or Instagram ads, right? So a lot of you guys, maybe if you're doing that, you're maybe pressing the boost post and it can be a little like maybe, you know, it's a little bit appealing to you because like, oh, I've spent a little bit of money on this boost post and I got a couple of likes and I got some views. So it kind of makes you want to do it again. Right. But the thing that you need to pay attention to is, is it driving sales in my business? If I spend a dollar, am I getting at least two back? If you're not doing it, then you need to shut the ad off <laughs> and diagnose the problem correctly. So that's the thing. So it's not to say that like Facebook ads, Instagram ads don't work. They do. But if you are somebody and you haven't hit six figures yet, there are a lot. There are a few other things that you need to fix before you start putting money in the ads. Because you can get to six figures organically or you can get to six figures with high profit margins and spending money on retargeting ads on the back end. Now, if you want to go to multi six figures and seven figures, cool. Now you've, you know, perfected, you know, your offer, you perfected your message, right? You um, have got people really good results. Now <laughs> you can start doubling down on the things that you do organically. And all right, now, now let's put some money into cold traffic ads. Because one thing I can tell you, if you take $1,500, right, and you put it towards what we do with the warm up method, right, with our clients, right? And or you take $1,500 and you put it into cold traffic ads, you're going to get a way better ROI using a warm up method than what you do with cold traffic ads. You'll get it. I'm not saying that you won't get a, 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 a ROI, but it's going to be your profit margin going to be very, very slim. And when you're somebody going from five figures to six figures, you want to collect as much cash as possible. Right? If you operate, you know, under 40 percent profit margins, you kind of almost don't have a business <laughs> kind of almost. Right. Like if you if you if you under 30 percent. And you haven't hit six figures and you're in five figures, right? Like you're, you're very close to being unemployed, right? Very, very close, right? So in the beginning stage, it's like, how can we collect the most cash, right? And make sure that the time that you put it into the business is going towards those type of things. Money is going to bring, the activity is going to bring you cash flow on the front end and also is going to bring you cash flow on the back end, right? So I don't want to get off topic. <laughs> Liza, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up, bro? Thanks for joining, man. JJ, what's up? Coach Caprice, what's up, baby? What's up? What's up? All right. So, and this is the thing, right? This is this is why people get stuck in, you know, getting stuck in five figures and they and they never like get to get to that 100 k mark and beyond, right? Is that you catch yourself like kind of like in this rat race, right? Like, you know, uh, you're like a like a cat chasing his tail. Because like I said, you believe that you're doing the 10%, sorry, you're doing the 10% of the work and you think that that's 100% of the work that you need to do. So you say to yourself, cool, I need to do three, 300% of this work. <laughs> so you try to double down and triple down on the things that's not really moving the, the, the business in the right direction, right? It's only 10% of the work, right? So you're like a, a, a cat chasing his own tail because you actually are focusing on doing more of what's not working or more of what you should not be doing. You know what I mean? Because, and when we talk about like the fitness and the health industry, right? Like we've been taught, oh, work harder, work harder, work harder, you know? And that's just not the case when you're building a business. You first need to, you first need to identify where your, your, your time and your energy needs to go and then double down on that. Get good at that and then double down on it, right? 
So <laughs> think about it, right? Like, just think about this, right? You're spending countless hours on generating only 10 to 15% of your revenue. That's it. So much money. And when I was on this call with him, I, he immediately, like the, I'm going back to the, the client and when we had a kickoff call earlier, he immediately saw like his eyes lit up. <laughs> he immediately saw the money that he's been leaving on the table. Now, he can go and get that money, <laughs> right? Because it's still there. He's still showing up. He's still providing value, right? You know, in his business. So it's like, all right, cool. Now, bro, like this is like, like go get the bag. <laughs> like just go get the bag, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was really that simple. It was, it was that. And a lot of times what I see in online fitness coaches in their business, when they're, especially when they're at like that 30 to 50 K mark in their business, it's usually just these one, it's, it's usually just this two to three shifts that they need to make in their business. And usually I help them make that within like the first 30 minutes of, of their kickoff call. <laughs> now it's about just executing Right. But they have, you know, uh, they have clarity now on what they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. You got me. So now think about it like this. Right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I want to I want to talk to you all for a second. All right. So think about it like this. Right. What is the other 90 percent? And I know because I, I know that's what you that's what you're saying. You're like, I close your fuck. What's the other 90? What's the other 90 percent? Right. So remember in the beginning, I'm like, you're focused on the people that are just raising their hand. And then it's like, if people aren't raising their hand and you know, they don't want to work with you or they don't need your service. Right. But this is the thing. Your focus needs to go towards the people that haven't raised their hand because you haven't asked them. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> your focus needs to go towards the people that haven't raised their hand because you haven't asked them to. I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all a scenario, right? I mean, it's like multiple scenarios that you can really take from this, right? But I'm. I feel like you know, all, all my people can kind of relate to this, right? You ever been to church? If, if it was you, you at church, you chilling in church, right? I remember like we were shorty, like we was in a back chilling, like just acting, acting up in church. Anyway, but you ever been to church? If it was like maybe your first time going. Right. It was your first time going or you had a friend, you brought a cousin, somebody or you saw somebody there that you knew. And you're like, he don't go or she don't go here. But they there, Right. New faces in the church. Right. And think about like, keep, keep up with me, guys. The pastor gets up. Right. He does his sermon. He's showing his face. He's using his voice. Right. He's preaching. You know, he's changing perspectives. And then at the end of the sermon, there's a what? A call to action. All right. There's a call to action. And the call to action is. Doors of the church open. Doors of the church open, right? And he started calling out people, right? Now, maybe not individually, but he's calling out. He's calling out a certain avatar, a person who has been going through some things, and maybe they've been thinking about giving their life to Christ. Maybe they've been thinking about, you know, joining a church, right, and things like that. And then the doors of the church are open. Come to the front if you want to join the church, right? Come to the front if you want to join the church. Now, this is the thing. I remember being in that position. I'm in the church. You feel like the, you feel like he's talking to the, the pastor. He or she is talking to you. And you like, you're thinking in your head, right? I should go up there, but I'm kind of embarrassed, right? I should, I want to go up there, but I don't know what people may think about me. I know what people may think of me. That people may judge me, blah, 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 blah. I'm nervous. I'm scared, blah, 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 right? 
So keep so keep up with me, guys, because when you show up on social media, you have people that are doing the same thing. Right. You got people that are like, I'm nervous. I'm scared. I want to reach out. I know. I, so this is the thing. Just because they don't reach out does not mean that they don't see the value that you provide and they would not like to work with you. They're just scared. People are like any type of think of health and fitness. Right. Like it's a big problem. Right. And it affects people, not just physically, but emotionally, mentally. It affects us in a lot of different ways. So when we talk about change, a lot of people are afraid of change. Right. So I'm going to rewind back. Right. So you may get some people, the pastor, the church may get some people to come up there, maybe one or two, maybe three. Sometimes if it's a good, if it's a good Sunday, right, a few people go up there. Right. I remember one time I went to a church. I was just visiting, you know, with a friend. Right. I'm already saved. I'm already got a church home. Right. At the time. Right. And as I as you know, I guess it was other, you know, new faces there as we were leaving. Somebody stops me and has a conversation with me on the side. Like, hey, young man, you know, are you you have a church home? And I was like, yeah, I do. It's like, OK, are you saved? And I was like, yeah, I do. It's like, oh, okay, great. Awesome. You know, now, if I would have said, and I saw them do this to a couple people, right? And the conversation went a little longer. I'm not sure where it went. But my point, my, my, the, the point I'm making is you guys need to start having conversations with people that are not raising their hand and ask them what they like help and ask them to raise their hand. All right. <laughs> Y'all missing out on so many, on changing so many lives, like just like the church does, right? The church may have a, a conversation with somebody in the back. Okay, let's go on the back. Let's talk about like, you know, what um, having a new church home and, 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 and giving your life to Christ. Let's talk about what that looks like. Because everybody don't want to have a conversation in front of the pulpit when there's 200, 1,000 or 300, you know, members, or even if it's 20 members looking at them. Right. <laughs> so it's the same way when you show up on social media, guys, everybody is not going to want to have this conversation in your DM. And also everybody is not going to come to you and have a conversation. You have to be the leader, because when you talk about going to six figures and multi six figures, your leadership skills have to develop and you have to get out of your head and stop thinking, oh, Will this person judge me if I go to them and ask them for help? Because the pastor in the church, they ain't thinking like that. They focus on what? Saving lives. How many people can we get to give their life to Christ? That's the objective. And in return, right, there are other things, of course, that the church can benefit from. Same thing with your business. In return, you can get cash and bring cash into the business and do other things Good things, as long as you're a good person with the cash in your business. So y'all so focused on the cash. Y'all so focused. You so focused on like how to make money. Well, you should be focusing on how to how to help people. So right now you got 90 (laughs) percent. You got a whole chunk of cash and a whole chunk of lives that need to be changed right there sitting in front of you. But you waiting on them to say something. But you're the leader. You're supposed to be the leader. If you want to go to six figures, you should be acting like you're already the six figure or multi six figure business owner. And that person is a leader. That person is actually going to people and, ha- and making connections and having conversations with people every single day. Every day. <laughs> not sometimes. Not when the algorithm is on their side. Not when they get, you know, a, a post and, and, and it gets a bunch of, you know, views and really good likes. No, they're doing it every day. 
So imagine if you focus, if you shift your perspective and put 90, 100% of your focus into 90% of the revenue, 90% of the work that's going to bring you 90% of your revenue. Don't you think you will, you will, you will, you know, <laughs> your success wouldn't be delayed? Because right now, when you continue to put that off and not do that, you're not, your success isn't denied, it's just delayed. It's delayed. Like, that's what it is. It's not denied. <laughs> it's not like, you know, God or whoever you serve is like, nah, you can't, you can't reach success because whatever. If you're somebody and you've been in business for more than five years, more than three to five years, and you're full-time and you're in between making 50, 30, 30 grand, 30 to 60 grand a year, right? Your success is delayed if you're not focusing on that 90%, period. Argue with me if you want to. <laughs> but I don't know about you, but I, I'm not, I'm not in it. I'm fuck, fuck the success being delayed. It's too many people that need my help. Well, why, why, why would I delay my own success? Because I'm afraid of it. Cool. So what? Do it anyway. <laughs> being afraid is not a good enough excuse to not do anything. It's not. And when you are building a, a, a six-figure business and or a multi-six-figure business, Right. Like you have to understand that there are certain requirements and responsibilities that come with you sitting in that CEO role. Right. That's it. So you just have to continue to, you know, exercise your leadership skills and sharpen up your leadership skills and start making these connections. Because, sure, you get some people that want to raise their hand and want to come up to the, you know, the pulpit, you know, and give a testimonial. Right. In the beginning. True, but you also got a bunch of lives, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sitting in those seats that actually need your help. Think about it like this. If you walk in a room, it's 100 people in the room. What percentage of them are going to be fit, healthy, and like in shape? If you're on a live, give me a, give me a number in the chat, a percentage in the chat. You walk in a room of 100 people, right? How many of them are going to be fit, healthy, and in shape? About 5%. Maybe that. So you telling me is 95% is 90 the night is 95 people in this room that you could be helping right and the, and the only reason why you haven't said anything the only reason why you're not helping them is because you haven't been the leader to actually make some type of connection with them and then ask them if they actually want help it's common sense right like it's like it's, it's really that simple right when you make this shift in your business and and, and how you actually acquire clients you're going to stack up your, your, your calendar like crazy every single week. Every single week. It's a $100 billion industry, right? And the good thing about having a niche is that, sure, okay, we got 100 people in there. But when you have a niche, right, instead of saying, who all needs help with their health and fitness, you'll get 95 people to raise their hand, right? All right, now, who, who's a busy mom that needs to lose 20 pounds and needs to lose 20 pounds and keep it off for the rest of their life. 95, you know, will probably get cut down to maybe 60, right? And now you can have a conversation with those 60 people and say, hey, I used to be you and I've helped hundreds of other people just like you and I have a specific method specifically for you. Would you like to hear more about it? Sure, bam. But because you're not saying shit and because you're not making connections and you're not being a leader to ask them, a yes or no, a question that's going to get a yes or no response, right? You're delaying your success and you're missing out on 90% of your upfront re revenue. Make sense, guys?
If you if you watching this, if you watching the replay, if you watching the, the, the podcast, if you watching YouTube, if this makes sense, give me like like give me give me a one in the comments, right? Give me a one in the comments if this is making sense right now, guys. Okay, and this is exactly what we teach, like with my warm up method, right? Because <laughs> you can also do this with total strangers, right? With total strangers especially when you understand like who your niche is and how you actually help them. Right now, instead of like the church having a way for people to walk inside of the, the church having a way for people to walk inside of the church, the church actually now knows they understand how to actually go outside and get the people that are not saved and don't have Christ in their life. And now they can make a connection with those people and eventually bring them to the church. I mean, businesses, organizations, they use these things all the time. (laughs) They use them all the time, right? It's just that they're super clear on their mission. So they're not focused on all of the negative things or the things that's not going to, you know, fulfill their actual mission. Because if every single, if you got them, if your business is connected to your mission, and you are, and you are clear on who you can help or some have some type of clarity on who you want to help, and you're not making offers to help people change their lives every single week, you're doing a disservice to your mission. There's something you're not doing in your business. <laughs> if you're not making offers, if you're not saying, hey, would you like help? If you're not getting on phone calls, getting on consultations with people saying, hey, this is how I can help you. X, Y, Z, would you like to get help? And then helping somebody make the best decision for their health and fitness. If you're not doing that, Right. <laughs> One is probably because you just don't know better and you focusing on the 10 percent, which is why we doing this video. So we can get you to start focusing on the 90 percent and we can get you to start helping more people. Right. Changing more lives and bringing more revenue inside of your online fitness business. So if that is you, shoot me the DM uh, side of my DMs. All right. And uh, message me the word ready. All right. This week. We're accepting four more people that actually want to, you know, implement this, this warm-up method, right? Where we show you guys how to go and get cold traffic and show you guys how to instantly, right, tap into your warm market and start generating revenue inside of your business immediately, right? And transforming, you know, your entire business and start operating inside of a high-ticket online business model. All right. So if that's you, DM me the word ready. All right. DM me the word ready. And let's talk. Questions. What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Let me know if you guys got any questions. Janaya, what's up? Crystal, what's up? If y'all still on, what's up? Let me know if you guys got any questions, guys. But yeah, it was it was this uh and it was a super random live, but having that conversation, having that kickoff call with the young man that came into our program, you know, it was he had an instant, you know, uh, instant, you know, it was like an instant game changer for him because he saw instantly like, oh, wow, like this, this is it, you know? So yeah, guys, super, super. I'm excited for all you guys, man. Like, I feel like this is that year, you know, where like, like during the pandemic, People, a lot of people back was against the wall and a lot of people had no other choice but to make certain decisions in their business, right? 
And I, I mean, I, we still in the pandemic, but it's kind of post pandemic, right? Like gyms are open. You got other things, you got other opportunities, you know, things have opened up. So now people have an actual choice of how they actually want to operate their business. And I still feel that operating, you know, a high in the high ticket business model, 100% online, you know, being a coach is the best business model out there for any fitness professional, especially if you are somebody, you know, that is clear on your mission, right? Um, you have a niche, okay, and you're good at what you do. It's the best, it's the best business model for not just the client, but for the but, but but for not just for the business owner, but for the clients as well. I was talking to a young man not too long ago, and he was like, you know, transitioning from in-person training to online. You know, and he was like, you know, yeah, like I could start with, you know, my online client, you know, my in-person clients and transition to online. Absolutely. But like you want to be 100 percent convicted behind that, too. Right. Because I was, you know, talking to him about, you know, when I did that years ago and I was like, I could talk to a client or anybody about, you know, how I feel about online coaching compared to what I feel about in-person training. I'm 100% convicted behind it. So when a client talks to me about it and I want to transition them from in-person hybrid to 100% online, right? They feel comfortable with me helping them make the de- make the decision to upgrade cuz it is an upgrade <laughs> to upgrade to online coaching. Right? So I feel like there's a lot of there were a lot of people that that you know had no choice but to kind of like test uh, test that out you know during the pandemic or when gyms were shut down and stuff like that. But you have an option now, right? <laughs> so if you're an online coach, you're you're at a point in your business where like I mean all you have to do is focus on this ninety percent and that will take your business to the next level, right? That's it. But how you make decisions. And the speed in which you make decisions or delay them is going to, you know, let you know your success. Like, that's it. And the best advice I can get somebody if you're, you know, in between making a hard decision for your business, right? Like the worst decision you can make is not make one at all. Because when you're in, in, in between making a decision and you're not sure of something, right? Like the problem is just getting worse. If you made a decision and it wasn't the right decision, you will find out immediately that it's, that it's not the right decision. And then you can go ahead and make the right decision. And now you know, okay, cool. This is the right one. We're going to go with this one. Versus being in between for months and years, right? <laughs> not making a decision. Make a goddamn decision. Find out, test it for sixty to, for 30 to 60 days, right? If it's the right decision, awesome. If it's the wrong decision, go with the other one. Ain't it really like like who made who created this like this stigma around like failure? Like it's a bad thing. It's not. It's not. It's just like if it fails, you know that that one don't work. <laughs> like that's it. Okay, cool. That one don't work. Cool. Let's go with the other decision. Matter of fact, I made a I made a um, I'm gonna give you guys an example. I was hiring for a position in my business two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, something like that. And I had, a op- I had a choice to choose between one applicant and another, right? And originally I chose one applicant and then I was like, nah, I'm gonna go with this wrong decision. But I fired her fast as fuck. <laughs> I fired her after one week, got rid of her. And then like, I knew what to look for when it came to hiring the next person. You get what I'm saying? 
So really, there, there's really no good or bad decision as long as you make one within a timely matter. And if it don't work out, cool, you've learned from it. What did I learn from it? All right, so I need to, you know, make sure that this person got this, got this, and they're not going to do that. And they're not, right, the red flags gave you, you know, data, all right? No red flags. We're not going, we're not hiring based off potential, right? And so the next hire made the right one. And now we about to hire again, right? You know, so just make a fucking decision. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs>